So, the episode with Abe, apparently, was really good. We got, like, a lot of um, listens on that. Hell yeah. But I got some feedback that was a little negative. <laughs> apparently, in the background, there was, like, a bird chirping, and I had no clue. So, like, thankfully, we have listeners who were able to persist through this bird, like, meep, meep. And I kind of heard it when I was editing, but I didn't really pay attention to it. But I guess as a listener, it was really annoying. I apologize to our listeners for the squawking of that bird. <laughs> Welcome to Conversation on Tap, a new podcast that seeks to promote intelligent dialogue in an age of echo chambers and self-segregation. Pull up a stool, pour a glass of tasty beer, and join us each week as we talk about all the top picks that you were told not to discuss in polite company. My name is Joel. And my name is Jose. This week, we are going to have as a guest the running man of Santa Maria. It's going to be so much fun. I've always wanted to know his story. Yeah, I always see him running around, literally running around town. Everybody who lives in Santa Maria knows who I'm talking about. Yeah, so it'll be really interesting to hear his story and kind of, uh, you know, what, what caused him to run, kind of what's his, what's his background and what's, yeah. what's he doing. That's fun. Keeping it local, too. Yeah. That would be an interesting guy. Before we jump into that conversation, though, Joel, what did you get on tap for us? All right. So what is the um, brewer is Half Moon. What I think they're out of Half Moon Bay. I actually uh, had dinner there once, and it's called Pumpkin Harvest Ale, and I usually hate flavored beers, but this is not bad. You know, I like peanut butter beer. Yeah. I like... Um, vanilla beer, believe it or not, and coconut beer and chocolate beer to me is, makes so much sense. But yeah. I was very hesitant about pumpkin flavored beer, and it's not half bad. So if you guys have a chance to go out to, uh, this is from Bevmo, Half Moon Bay Brewing's Pumpkin Harvest Ale. And this second beer is called Lump of Coal. It's a dark holiday stout, and it's out of England, I noticed, to pick this up at Bevmo too. Mm-hmm. I don't have my glasses. What does that Ooh. say right there? Lump of cool, dark holiday stout. Much more than you deserve for Christmas this year. <laughs> That's funny. How witty. An English ale. So, real dark, I'm sure. We haven't had it yet, but it's going to be uh, probably pretty high alcohol. It's pretty dark. The, the back is pretty funny. Yet another bummed out holiday. Lump of cold, dark holiday stout is liquid consolation. <laughs> ah, that's pretty funny. I like that. Now I'm going to try some now. Yeah, let's Don't dig in. Yeah. I'll turn it up. Can we... Swallow this real quick. You know what? This one reminds me of all the extra uh, Christmas decorations that they're putting out so early. Oh, yeah. This is in a huge Christmas section of Bevmo, and it's not even Halloween yet, so. Oh, my goodness. Crazy. Uh, cheers. Cheers. And happy Halloween and happy holidays. Thanksgiving. And this is sort Christmas. of the. used to be. Thanksgiving was the start of the holiday season, but now it's Halloween, isn't it? I think it? it's Halloween. I love Halloween. Pretty so. soon it'll be 4th of July. I know. <laughs> it's Christmas in July. Yeah. And now for the segment of our show that we call Fred Talks. 
In this segment of our show, Joel and I will each share one thing that we are passionate about for two minutes, though we tend to be a bit loquacious, so that isn't a strict time limit. This week, I'm going to discuss the embodiment of the soul. So what I mean by that is sometimes some people, and by some people I'm referring to maybe those who are spiritual or religious, who will create a divide between body and soul. And we call that dualism in the Catholic faith. It's, it's actually quite, it has its roots, I should say, in Greek philosophy with Plato. And Plato had this philosophy where the soul was imprisoned by the body, and the goal was for the soul to escape the body. That's why Plato wasn't particularly concerned when he had to drink that poison and die, because he thought, well, that's fine, my soul is able to escape this flesh. So was that an, um, a Greek god religion um, sort of philosophy? No, that was Plato's or his own, own. That was his own <coughs> creation, if you will. And it was kind of, it's passed on um, over the centuries. And it still is with us today, which is kind of what I'm <clears throat> referring to here. But it even existed in the early church. So in the early church, the first few centuries, there was this group of heretics called the, called the Gnostics. And they believed that the body was bad. Mm-hmm. And that the soul was, again, imprisoned by the body. And so they would torture themselves. They'd beat their bodies. They would de- engage in excessive pleasure. Huh. I, was and, wonder, I always wondered why, what the whole deal with beating, except with the whips and, and all that. And even up to the point of suicide. Oh. Because they wanted the body to be out of the way so the soul could escape. Yeah. Total believers. Yes. True believers. Well, the Gnostics, they were heretics. So they're actually, they were true believers in their heresy, I suppose. You could right. Say. They totally believed in it to the point where they could, because I mean, when most people are on their deathbed, they right. are afraid of death uh-huh. because I don't think that most people have a belief to the extent that allows them to be completely careless. To, to Carefree. Their, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and that, that tradition carried on through to um, Luther um, Puritans, and you see it in a lot of Protestants today. And I think it's, I think Puritans and pilgrims, I think they kind of embody the whole, the body is bad, sex is bad, pleasure is bad, any kind of enjoyment of the, of, of the physical nature is bad. Yeah. And so, and I think... Even, Isn't the definition of a Puritan somebody who is afraid that somewhere... Someone. Sometimes someone yeah. is afraid that somebody's having fun. Is having fun. Yeah. Might be fornicating. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so I think that is the modern-day version of the, the Platonic soul escaping the horrible body. Catholics don't have that perspective where the body is in conflict with the soul. We look at it as the soul is embodied or the body is ensouled. They're integral. They're one. Mm. So we look at Genesis and God, every time God creates something in the book of Genesis, like in chapter one, he says it's good. Mm -hmm. He made the land, the sea, the sky, animals, everything. It's good. He made Adam and Eve and he says they're very good. Then you look at Jesus in the New Testament. It's basically the second person of the Trinity, if that's more complicated, but it's God in human flesh. He's divine and, and human in one. And so... What more could dignify the human body than God himself residing in our form, right? So we don't look at it as, like, in competition. Instead, it's, it's one. And I think that's why a lot of 
you've seen a lot of these Protestant traditions where, I know they hate the word tradition, but it's a tradition. It's their tradition. Where they will overly spiritualize things. Mm-hmm. They don't like art. They think Catholics are idol worshippers. They don't like the ornate churches, the glass windows. They don't like any of the visuals. They don't like anything having to do with incense or... They are iconoclasts. Basically. Because they don't believe in the physical aspect. It's negative. Right. They believe it's just me and Jesus. It's the spiritual, purely spiritual connection. I'll never forget going into some of the cathedrals in Northern Europe. Didn't happen ever in, the, in Southern Europe that were completely bereft of any kind of the beautiful artwork yeah. um, that you'd see in Southern Europe because they totally thought that any of that, uh, I guess, took away from any kind of... Sensual pleasure in, in in viewing things took away from God, or what? Is that the idea? Or Pretty what? that and just idolatry and stuff. So you end up with an overly spiritualized version of Christianity, basically, where it's just you and God, you and Jesus, one on one, and that's it. Yeah. Right. Well, Catholics have this belief, as I said, in the unity of the body and soul. Right. So that's why we believe very much in baptism. Right. You get baptized, you feel the water. You're you're the water is poured on you or you are dunked into the water, right? It's very physical. You're in touch with the invisible reality, right, of our faith, the spiritual reality through a physical form, right? So right. with communion, you eat the bread and drink the wine, right? With like anointing of the sick or when you're anointed as a as a priest, for example, right, there's the oil that's put on your forehead. You go to confession, you speak your sins and you hear the absolution, Right, you go down the list. It's very well. Like you go to church and it's a high mass, and they have incense, and you can smell the incense. Yeah, where you're sitting there in church, you can see the glass windows, you can see the statues, and sensual, very much. And I think visceral. It's that's it is visceral. It it is sensual. It incorporates our five senses, and you can't have it if you denounce those things. Exactly. So the body is our way of perceiving the invisible. Reality. And that's I like how it. we look at it. Like so it. it's very different from those who are just like, get rid of all the physical, get rid of all the visual. It's just a spiritual connection. And I think that's what separates. It's one of the things that separates us. Now, as you know, I got to talk about where I'm coming from as somebody who's got a lot of doubt. Yeah. And does the Catholic Church say whether we have our body in heaven? Because all I really care about, I don't even care about God. Mm-hmm. I just want to keep on living. <laughs> I'm right. sorry about that. And I, think, I mean, I want to use God to get into heaven. Yeah. And I know that won't work. With, right. So don't, please don't anyone think that I think that'll work. Right. But so, okay. So you make a good point that I should have mentioned and forgot in the, in the new Testament, Christ goes through his passion, his death, and he resurrects in his body. He resurrects in his body. He says he's hungry, right? He meets his apostles. And at first they think he's a ghost. But they're able to touch him. They're able to touch his wounds. He's in his body. And that's huge. Which yeah. is huge. He's yeah. not like some spirit. He is in his body. And as Catholics, we believe that we will one day, yes, we die and go to heaven. But in the end times, right, you read Revelation and whatnot, that we will all be resurrected in our bodies, mm. in their glorified state, whatever that means. I like my body. I'm, I'm really so happy if the idea that, that I'd have my body. Alright, All right, Joel, All right, your turn. Morning. What are you doing here? I am just going to very quickly talk about... Um, I have a I'm going to open up another beer. I'm we'll just getting started here. 
Let's um, go. I want to talk about just simple toffee recipe. All right. If you can remember the number two, three times, two sticks of butter, two cups of sugar in a frying pan. Two frying pans? Nope. One. Dog on it, Jose. <laughs> In a frying pan, melt it all up, wait till it gets slightly brown, pour it on a, a sheet of um, sort of slicked up uh, cookie sheet with butter, mm-hmm. and then two cups of chocolate, just dump it all on, the chocolate chips, dump it all on top and sort of spread it around. Then you got toffee. Ooh. I mean, toffee is one of oh, the so great good. things on earth. And then if you want some almonds, just smash a bunch of almonds or peanuts or whatever you like to put on it. But, man, toffee is so easy. To, I've made it several times. And if you ever want toffee, don't go out and get almond roca, which Jose and I are eating right now. Yeah. And it's a great Christmas time uh, flavor for me. When I eat toffee, I feel like it's Christmas time. It's and an aphrodisiac, too. Is it really? Ma'am, you're under the fireplace, under Man. the stockings, you eat some almond roca, and it's just like, damn, baby, you look fine. I, I, I love that. That is so cool. And the pink. Yeah. I mean, there should be a ladies, oh, I shouldn't go there, <laughs> almond roca outfit, but anyway. Ooh, there you yes. go. Yes. And um, so, two cups of sugar. It's a hell of a lot of sugar. It's a hell of a lot of butter. Two cups or two sticks of butter in a frying pan. Fry it up. I mean, cook it up until it's um, all melted together and it's slightly brown. Mm-hmm. And then pour it into a cookie sheet that's all um, slathered with butter. Like and, a, in a wax? With wax paper? or No, no. Just make sure that it's got a lot of um, butter okay. on around it so it doesn't stick. And then just put it outside for a while. And then... But, but first put, if you like the chocolate, you don't even need to put chocolate on it. I love of course. Yeah. yeah. But if you have chocolate chips, put it on top. I've made it without. No big deal. You can put just almonds on it without the chocolate. You can sure. do whatever you want. Just remember, two cups of sugar, two, cu- two uh, bars of, of um, butter. All right. That sounds bomb. It is so easy. I love it. Let's make it. Yes. Damn. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? It's so freaking good. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? If you haven't, then I think you should. I was sitting in the kitchen one day and I was itching to fill up my belly with the piping hot jelly of the best damn treat in the world. He's talking Pop-Tarts. And I- All right. We have the distinct pleasure of having with us Tim, what's your last name? Espinoza. Tim Espinoza, the running man from Santa Maria. If you live in Santa Maria, you know Tim. Oh, yeah. SM running man. SM Santa Maria. And by the way, give all your um, your tags and, and and how people can get a hold of you online. If you don't mind or if you don't, if you do yeah, mind, just, uh, that's I don't, fine. I don't. All I have is my Instagram account, yeah. um, which uh, which I have a manager. Uh, his name is Frank Aurelia. He's uh, helped me out a lot. Um, he helped me build, build my page. Um, he kind of just like took me under his wing. Um, so I want to give him a shout out. Um, but uh, yeah, my Instagram account is uh, SM Running Man, and it's uh, my page is uh, it's it's yeah, it's starting to build. Yeah, uh, I can it's imagine. My, it's you know my following is growing organically, which is really cool, and uh, yeah, it's just amazing what's happening. With we the, all uh, absolutely know you, and we are desperate. I am super curious about your story, and I think it's going to be a great one. And I'm super excited about interview interviewing you. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about, for instance? Why running? Yeah. That's the main question we all have. It is. Um, because, uh, you know, as a kid, I, uh, I was never able to sit still. 
I have, you know, um, I'm diagnosed with uh, what's, what's ADHD? ADHD. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, We're teachers, so we know all about it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I, I was seeing a therapist for a while, and they suggested medication for it. But uh, you know, I just figured, um, you know, I've had substance abuse problem in the past with with with, with pills specifically. So I didn't want to, you know, I, there's no need if the running is like uh, it's just uh, it it relieves my uh, stress. Um, Mm-hmm. You know, some people meditate. I can't just sit still and meditate. So, I mean, I don't know if this makes sense. Running as meditation yeah, is does a that cool make sense? idea. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Like it really does. Running you know, as meditation. Said it. Why does it have to be still? It doesn't have to be. Right, right. You know, I, I guess you can... Uh, and, and it makes just, you know, from, from abusing alcohol and drugs my whole life, um, it's like I'm always trying to find that next high, you know, and the, the running, um, the way I run too. It's a little different, as you can all <laughs> we see may that. have noticed. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, can I go into that because it, it, yeah. to me, when I'm watching you, because I live, I we live here and I work at El Camino, so I always drive right down Broadway, and it's okay. half parkour. Is has that ever totally. entered your? Yeah. Um, it's not your, like I'm not doing flips and like. Right, but you are doing serious but, fast movement changes. You know, I, I, zigzag. Zigzag. Yeah, yeah. Zigzagging. Um, mm-hmm. You know. Um, that that's becoming a, a quote of mine now too. Instead, nice. of, instead of just do it, just zigzag. <laughs> I, I hashtag that now on all, all, all my posts. But uh, it's a mixture between free running, mm-hmm. um, parkour, and I. You know, I grew up surfing, so I add my surfing oh, cool. knowledge with it too. The turning and the banking off of things. Sure. Yeah. So, absolutely. You know, that's the the uh, the uh, the uh, main question I get I get asked uh, frequently is uh, why do I turn and, and do the oh, zigzagging? Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's you a know, cutback. If you ride right a wave, you wouldn't ride it straight. True. You, know, you turn. So, yeah. do you ever cut back off of a wall? Do you ever use yeah. a wall? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, I grew up surfing point breaks mm-hmm. in oh, wow. Santa Barbara, like so, Rincon, Rincon and, 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 um, and Hammonds, Sandbars. Yeah. Yeah, I surf you know. too, so this is oh, really cool. You know the spot. Yeah, you know cool. the spot. Yeah. I haven't El ever seen El Cap. Yeah, oh, you know, I just that's my main passion is surfing. You know, yeah, and, uh, wow. the, yeah just, the ocean. The, you know. I'm already going to go off because we okay, have no, a bunch please. of questions, Whatever. but I want to do freeform here. This is freeform, so, yeah. Do you, Jose, just like going off, because uh, we have a bunch of questions for you, but we're going to okay. like go. Whatever comes. Yeah, whatever okay. questions come. How am I doing right now? You're awesome, dude. <laughs> you're, 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 you're already creating all these questions yes, for us, so okay, good. you're good, dude. Cool. Don't we screw up with ADHD kids in education? Because we're ADHD. We, yeah. <laughs> And we make them sit, and we're both teachers, yeah, right? Totally. And we okay. make them sit in a seat. Mm-hmm. Are we failing a huge segment of our society, for one? Mostly and boys. And for two, mostly boys, mm-hmm. for two, these boys are the ones who just excel yeah. in certain things, non, not necessarily stuff, but how the lack of... of Active jobs, the, the most active jobs right now are desperate for people, yeah, and right. we are pushing them out of these jobs because right. of our the way we do education is so stupid. Yeah, right. it just kills me. Yeah, How did um, you do in school? So long. I, I wasn't like a, a, a five point star kid or whatever, yeah. but uh, I you know I maintained a, a decent grade point average. Um, the funny thing is how you say, talk about the ADHD. Uh, how did you say ADHD? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, when I was about uh, third or four, I think it was fourth grade, uh, my uh, teacher called my mother and uh, asked if I was on any medication, oh, yeah. which I wasn't. Yeah. And it, my mom kind of tripped out 
because you know it's like why is the teacher uh, you know targeting my son as being on you know drugs or medication and and you know it's a, it, it's a, it's a it was huge brought to me too so so you know as a kid it made me feel a little odd I'm like wow I'm being targeted as being on something when I'm not so hmm. that stuck with me for a long time yeah it's almost as if we take this quality yeah and we say oh that's bad. Yeah. And I say we gotta medicate you off of that yeah. when this quality is is gonna help people succeed in a huge area of life that we are starting to ignore. You know, or that we could tap into that. That we exactly that's what I tried to say. And channel it into something. Exactly. Well, so, I, want, I want people to know that 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 they don't need to uh, prescription drugs or, or just medicate. It doesn't yeah, I guess, you know, it overall it, it, it helps, but but you don't. I mean, my grandmother. She, uh, she she had a pill for sleeping, a pill to go to the bathroom, a pill to eat, a pill to get up, and mm. you know. And she and she yeah. cut half of her medication, and she started feeling better naturally. Yeah. You know. So exactly. I mean, we don't want to go so far as to say that pills are all bad. No, no, I don't want to say right. that. Yeah, I'm not. You know, medication but just. We may out. have gone too far. This is for sure maybe, overprescribed. Yeah, I yeah. mean, but it is. It is in the billion dollar industry oh man i mean the pharmaceutical just, companies yeah, are making bang yeah how about the whole opioid yeah, that, uh, epidemic that. and how that was pushed mm-hmm. by huge corporations it's crazy yeah, that, that's what my downfall was was uh was the uh, opiates maybe I, we can start I, by talking about kind of your your background your yeah, background. okay like where you come yeah. where do you come from where you born like can your story um i was born in santa barbara not too far from here mm-hmm. um uh cottage hospital um so native Native Santa Barbara County, mm-hmm. and um, you know, just uh, grew up. Uh, my my parents were separated, but you know, they they both loved me. Um, they both had addiction problems as well. Uh, my mother was bipolar. My dad was a heavy alcoholic, mm. and uh, drugs too. And and uh, you know, my mother was on a, a lot of medication too. So as a kid, I saw her go through her thing with you know when she would be out of her medication, she would freaking go you know. Um, Shades drawn, mm-hmm. uh, wouldn't get out of bed in her night nightgown all day. That's this is what what I remember as a kid, you know. And, and so you knew she needed that. For, that was a good use of medication. Yeah, for her, yeah. Maybe, but it, it, she's. I mean, but she, it's like, what if she never even started to begin with? You know, she right, got so right. used to it. Right. You know. Right, right. So when she was off it, um, she she would uh yeah she would get in these uh, real. Uh, bad depression modes, I guess. So I, I guess bipolar is hereditary. You know? Absolutely. So have I, you, you know, sensed that in yourself? Or yeah, yeah. You know, before I mean, when in my addiction, um, um, yeah, I, I would uh, get get very depressed. You know, um, um, yeah, just uh, not getting out of the house. Um, Fine be, bed. Yeah, yeah. It's no. just, you know, that's why I want to encourage people that you know, no matter how bad you feel, you know. Because, you know, we all have days where we don't want to get out of bed. But if you just do it and just get outside and breathe the fresh air yeah, and just go for a walk, you don't need to go for a run or just, just walk and, and it'll make so you feel true. better naturally. Mm. It's the starting. You know? It's always it the starting. Right. Yeah. So. Wow. So then you um, were in Santa Barbara. Yeah. You love to surf. Yeah. I was you- born into the sport. Basically, with my because my father uh, shaped surfboards mm-hmm. um, and uh, and uh, took me to the beach with him when I was a kid um, every day and um, or every time he went surfed and uh, let me cut class to go surfing nice. with him. Mm-hmm. You know, so my father was more of a friend than than an actual father figure, right? Which in ways isn't 
you know, is isn't the good? best thing, but, but <laughs> to, as a kid, that? for me, I loved it, you know? Sure. It's, I mean, it's pursuing his passion and yeah, you picked up that passion, I'm sure. Yeah. And, and, you know, and just, I remember too, this very vividly that, uh, you know, on the way home from Rincon, especially we, he'd take the back roads a lot through, uh, through Carpinteria, sure. You know, we pick avocados and stuff. And sure. He he, um, he would always have a Coors Light in between his legs on the way home, and yeah. so I just thought that was that, that was normal. That was sure. a normal thing to do. Just to, yeah. you know, it's interesting because the stoke you feel after a session is so cool. Yeah, you know, it's like a that he wanted to add to that. Is, oh yeah, you know? yeah. He uh, yeah. But I mean, you could really. I mean, for the viewers who surf, the stoke you feel after a session, even if you don't catch a whole lot of waves, is just yeah, just, just just feeling the energy of the ocean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, um, and being you know being a surfer and going even when there wasn't waves, you know, going down the beach when it was flat. I mean, what do you do? Sure, you party. Yeah, it kind of went yeah. hand in hand. You know, so yeah. interesting. And what I'm is- not, I'm not, yeah, I had I had a lot of fun. Sure. You know, I'm not sure. knocking drinking or, you know, I just, I just, uh, my personality, I just, overall, I can't, I can't do it because, um, anything I do, mm-hmm. I take it to the extreme as we all see with my running. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's just, it's, 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 does that come from anything that taking things to an extreme or is that, do you think you're born with that or where does that come from? Um, or did your parents, for instance, push you, push you, push you, and that no. might cause you to do things to an extreme or is that, is that something you just, people, some people cannot escape being very addictive personalities yeah, and it's just, and doing things to the ultimate. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's that's why it's great. If it's a hundred percent positive and something good, then it's those great. are the stars in life. No, I, I, there's I, I need to learn balance. There's no in between. You know, I need to learn moderation. Um, even with you know, I overdo it with my running. You know, uh, you know, I push myself even when when I could barely. When I, you know, there's a lot of days where I'm sore and I'll still get out and I'm stubborn like my father was. Yeah. You know, sure. So. Which is always thought of as a negative trait, but yeah. it's such a positive if you yeah. do it the right way. Yeah. Yeah. If you do it the right way. But if it's, if you're, you know, with, it could be all bad if you're not on the right track. Do so, you, you know, so go, I'm, I'm full of questions. Go. Oh, no, I know. So, go. I'm so I kind of want to follow this biography though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We okay. got, we'll, we'll, we'll get off track. Big time. Jose, just keep us I'm pretty track. good about keeping on track. Okay. So, it sounds like you had this childhood where parents were kind of maybe addictive personality. Yes, maybe you had definitely. some issues. You got into surfing. Your dad would take you out. Right. Maybe he'd go out with like a beer in his leg between his, you know, his lap or what have yeah, you. Yeah, after we surfed. Where did it become where you became addicted? Yeah. You know, I, at a very young age, uh, before junior high even, just in, in elementary school, you know, I, I had a beer. I would have a beer with him. But it, when you're really, when you're that young, you know, it doesn't affect you. No. It didn't yeah. affect me. Yeah. I don't know. Everybody's different. So, you know, mm-hmm. I'd have a beer and I'm, this tastes gross. <laughs> you know, so it didn't, it didn't, and uh, I, I didn't even uh, care for it. Um, but um, I'd say the first time I actually got drunk was uh, in between uh, eighth grade and ninth grade. The transition from junior high to high school. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was uh, Fourth of July down at the beach, and uh, and I had like uh, two or three beers, and it just hit me, and I, and I loved it wow. because yeah. I was always very I was very shy mm-hmm. as yeah. a kid. Me too. So yeah. so uh, the alcohol just just made obliterates me, that just you that know wall, to talking yeah. to girls. Yes. Um, oh, there yes. you go. Yes. And just uh, you know, and and having a good time with it, mm-hmm. you know, and and so I I remember that 
the very first time I got drunk. And then I stayed, you know, I, it didn't progress yet, though. You know, I still, you know, I would drink occasionally, but the progression started in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, alcohol and, like, did it go to pills or, um, like, what? No, the, the pills didn't come till like, my, my mid-20s. Oh, okay. Um, when I got, I got hurt, broke my ankle surfing Halama and, uh, that's that's when the, uh, the the drugs started coming in. Did the pills? Um, I, I, I messed around with with, uh, with 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 cocaine and uh, spe- uh, crank back then. Yeah, which the is 90s. everywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the peanut butter yellow stuff. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and did the pills come from a doctor, or did? Because uh, that's yeah, that's yeah. an avenue that a lot of people take. Yeah, is, my is, first prescription. Yeah, I my I, I was uh, I got a prescription from a doctor for for when, when I uh, broke my ankle and. Um, Already drinking mm. at the time. That combination. I've said this in another in, in another interview. I just uh, I fell in love with it. The opiates sure. with the alcohol. You know, it's like totally. And then it's like then I couldn't. Whenever I drink, I would want the pills. Yep. You know, because it wasn't the same anymore. So. And now you have like um, a reinforcing diet downward spiral where one thing reinforces the other, and it's it's hard right. to stop. And then yeah. I, you know, I got so uh, so bad with with the pills. Um, I kind of kind of skipping far ahead. Is that okay? No, it's fine. Because I'm yeah, we can, we're now. gonna we'll fill in. Okay. We'll fill in. I just yeah. I got so bad with with the opiate addiction that I stopped. I stopped uh, being active in it, with anything, you know, because when you're high, you, you don't need to go do anything to to get release those endorphins. True. Sure. You can just you pop a few pills and, you know, you get an appetite. Mm-hmm. And you watch yeah. a movie and you feel good. That's so I, crazy. I was looking at yeah. your Instagram it's earlier. so easy. I, I was looking at your Instagram earlier and there was a picture of you. And it seems like you were more, like, heavy set. You were fuller. Oh, yeah, that one picture. Yeah. Yeah. And I was that was like, when I was uh, pretty pretty uh, uh, drinking and, uh, and and just the pill. Yeah. It was striking. On the pills. Like, yeah, yeah, it so looks like a, both of us it's a different like, person. Wow. Yeah. Is that yeah, the same uh, guy? Yeah. Because yeah, you know, I with the 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 pills make you constipated, mm-hmm. so I was just bloated mm-hmm. beyond belief and the alcohol, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, my diet was terrible, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Likewise, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, saying, I'm not yeah. saying I have the best diet now either, no. but but you know, I mean, that is the hardest thing. Yeah. I mean, here I say the hardest thing, and here we're t- sitting with somebody who's had to kick. Yeah, <laughs> what is it like kicking? It's funny though that picture too. Mm-hmm. That 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 post that I did, I just decided to. I wasn't even thinking of. I'm like, I found that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was fr- it's framed at New Image Thrift Store. When really? I used to work there. Yeah. So if you guys ever wow. go in there, it's it's right up there. So I'll I, check it out. So nice. I took a shot of that, and uh, and I'm like, I'm just gonna see what happens with this, and I and I mm-hmm. and I put a, wrote a little caption, and uh, and it got the most one of the most likes yeah. because I think it's in- inspirational. Absolutely. It's crazy though. Yeah. The, the picture of me at my worst got the most likes out of it. <laughs> because we look at you yeah. now. We were commenting earlier because I was like, Joel, you got to look at his Instagram. And like, you're in such great shape. Like, I feel very intimidated right now because I'm so overweight. <laughs> you but you're like muscular and you're like fit. Yeah, that comes from, you know, and from being, from being um, the way I run too. You know, I, I think it, it's it's a better workout because I think I work out my whole body with how I yeah. turn and, and, you know, it's like... Well, how do you uh, maintain the upper body? That's um, not I do, do I do burpees. So you do okay. that too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Uh, you know, I, uh, that doesn't happen where we see you. So that happens just yeah, in Yeah, I do time. that. I, I, you know, I, not every day, probably like uh, four days out of the week, I'll do yeah. an hour of, um, of, uh, 
uh, push-ups or burpees. Because we got a question, because I put it out there on Facebook, like, hey, do you have questions? And somebody asked, like, what's your pre-running, like, routine? Like, what's your... Do you have to stretch? Um, No, I don't. You know what? I'm guilty of not stretching. And everybody tells me I need to start stretching. But, I mean... I've had some personal trainers. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Because we keep on hearing that stretching isn't actually as uh, what it's uh, it's cracked up to be because... My my whole thing is, uh, I don't, I mean, I can't, I don't just get out and start running and dodging cars right off the bat, you know, or, or, you know, whatever, how I, I, uh, I'll walk like two blocks Mm. and just kind of move my body and, you know, and just, uh, yeah. Some of us don't see that. So we always assume you're just always on 100%, but that's not the case. Yeah. And, you know, I just want to get this out there. I haven't said this in an interview yet, but, um, I, uh, I still smoke cigarettes occasionally. But you know what? I used to smoke. <laughs> you had to kick that too. And, and I had it's to like, kick it, yeah. it's the, do I have this statistic wrong that it's the hardest drug to kick? It is. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just, and it's crazy because um, I really, I now that I'm getting all, you know, this exposure and positive feedback from the community, I, I uh, it's almost like I, I hide when I have a cigarette now. I'll go <laughs> oh, wow. behind the, Because, yeah. uh, you know, pe- that makes I, sense. people, t- sure. people always getting pictures of me and, right. yeah. and there's always going to be. you want to be a model. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. I have kids looking up to me now, and, and you yeah. know, and there's always people gonna try and try and get stuff on, on me negative. Oh, no right. matter how good I gotcha moment. You know, yeah. I, I gotta really watch. You know how I uh, act and portray myself in society, and and even on social media. You know, it's I want to get this out there too because it's starting to happen more. I got a lot of um, you know, and I don't even know if, if they're you know girls saying they're girls. Who even knows? You never know who you're talking to. And 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 yeah. you know, and they're sending pictures and it's like and they're attractive and I just gotta be very careful yeah. Temptation is there, yeah. Yeah, and oh, yeah. And, and, and yeah, that's that is it's just, it's something scary. that it's you scary. don't even think about as a whole it's facet the whole, of the whole culture just, of just you gotta be be very careful of uh, of uh, how you communicate conduct yourself and sure. what you say and, and I mean because that's what society is now you know I stayed away from it. Yeah. <laughs> for a while because all I've heard all, you know I'd hear people talk especially at, you know at the at the meetings um, of AA and NA talking about Facebook and Instagram I always heard negative things about it and I'm like why, would, why do I want to be a part of this and yeah. now but, you know but yeah. now I'm just as guilty sure. of it you know because it's but it's you're almost, not feeding into the negative no, aspects no, of but it it's an addiction yeah. Posting mm-hmm. a share or sharing a post yep. before you hit the share and, there and been, see, it's 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 crazy. Yeah. It is amazing. There have been amazing studies about the endorphins let yeah. off by your brain every time you get a hit, get a friend request, you get all this stuff. Yeah. It just, like, it's just yeah. like drugs. Yeah. And they have people working for Facebook and Instagram and all these people that know exactly what to do to get that release in our brain. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, it's crazy. You know, and the, it's funny. And then it, it really bums you out when you post something and you think, okay, this is the one. This, And then it, it only gets like, I don't know, fifty likes or whatever, and then something you 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 didn't even expect hits the roof like eight hundred. Yeah. You know? yeah. So you you just never know. I mean, the whole thing is the likes and it. I mean, and it's not real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it for me, I'm using it as almost you know, it's 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 helping me because sure. it, yeah. it is getting me out there and getting my story out there. And uh, oh, I think it's great. It's a good story. I mean, your story is positive. There's yeah. just no doubt about it. And there's going to be a lot of people who take heart from all of this. It's going right. to be great. Yeah. So what, okay. What was, so you went to this with alcohol, all these drugs, pills, etc. 
What was the turning point where you're like, okay, yes. I need to turn this boat around. I need to get back on track. Did um, you hit rock bottom? It, yeah, the old cliche. Yeah, there's been a, a few rock bottoms. Um, I uh, that was my whole reason why I moved up here because I uh, I kind of burned every bridge in Santa Barbara. I didn't really get in trouble with the law, but you know, I um, friends, family, um, work, uh, just you, you know, you don't realize it. You know, realizing that it's affecting everybody around you when you're mm-hmm. so hooked on something, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, I, I just, I'm like, God, I gotta get a, I gotta get a, just start a, a clean slate. And uh, I, I, I basically had nowhere to go because I, you know, I kind of, I just, um, you know, being an addict, you know, we're selfish, you know, and I, I sure. freaking, <laughs> you know, I admit that I, I just, uh, so I had to do what I had. I, I came up here with when my my I, my grandparents um, that both passed away. They they were. They were living up here at the time, so they took me in, mm. you know, so. That's cool. But, I mean, right. I, you know, and I, I did okay for a few months, but never really got any solid clean time and um, wound up starting to, uh, you know, drink and, and abuse the um, the pills again. And and, and meth was, was um, mm-hmm. part That's of, and meth is part of my, my history with drugs, mm-hmm. so. And that was right when that was on the upsurge. I mean, that was just, I yeah. assume. Yeah, um, and that is man. We sometimes go to McDonald's at uh, on Fessler and, and Broadway and see the the, yeah, the place across the street, the and clinic. you yeah. watch people go in there with three piece suits. Oh yeah, it's just hitting yeah. every facet of society. It's incredible. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, just uh, yeah, the the I just uh, I never want to go down that path again. You know because I remember how. How uh, how bad it was, you know. Whenever I want to get high, because the obsession comes still, mm-hmm. you know, through my head. Sure. It's you know, being an addict, we're never cured. Never. You know, it's always it's always in us. And, and when the urge hits, it. what do you do? I mean, is that um, running for you? Is yeah, that part run, of it? Running is, is is a big part of it. And, and you know, and I like to write. You know, I have a right sp- sponsor in recovery, and uh, and um, yeah. I, you know, I journal from time to time. And you You're know, being, yeah. being wow. Uh, you know, doing being a part of the, the the social media, it's actually forcing me to write because every time, yes, every time I post um, post a, a picture or or a recorded view, I you know I really uh, focus on on how it's going to portray to the yeah to the photo, you know. Cause I, and we do a lot of writing, like I'm doing an essay right now on whether or not Facebook is making us lonely, and there are positives. It. People, there are studies that show kids these days are writing more than they ever did. Yeah. It's just when they go down those bad rabbit holes, you know, of just negativity and cheese yeah. man and a bunch of... Well, just on the, on the negative side, though, if you ever walk into Starbucks or just or wherever, um, nobody's communicating like how we're talking right now. Exactly. Everybody is, is, uh, is like this. It's so sad. You know, and I used to, you know, before I was... You know, it's, it's a year ago before, you know, now I'm, you know, I'm conducting myself a lot better, but you can feel the vibe when people are like, oh, oh who's this guy? Or, you know, I, you know, I felt it a lot. So then my attitude was like, oh, well, the world. Exactly. You know, like, exactly. if I want to be treated like this, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make comments and, and, you know. So. I almost feel like, you, who are they to judge? Yeah. You know? You know, and, and I still, I'm, I'm, I, I still got to watch what I, what I say. I got to buy my time. We, we can think, you know. Well, we just uh, we can't really we can't say what we think a lot. You know, my sponsor That's, tells me that too, and he and he tells me and he says, "Would you rather, even if you know you're right, sometimes it's not good to express yourself. Would you rather be right or would you rather be happy?" 
That's, That's a great such saying. a great sentence. You know, I, I choose to I choose Gosh. to be happy. You know exactly. So. Can you give, let's get my son in here right I now. I want him to learn that. Put your son in here to listen. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. When did running factor in for you as the kind of um, alternative to drugs? Like, when did that pop into your head? Like, hey, um, like running might be a good well, way. I, I, you know, like I, as a, growing up as a kid, um, elementary, junior high, and high school, uh, you know, uh, so always uh, active in sport with the surfing, and mm-hmm. and and uh, and I did. Uh, I ran on 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 track, and and I was I was you know pretty fast, um, and uh, so so I always. Uh, you know, running laps in PE, I was always first. You know, so that made sure. me feel good. So, so um, everybody's got their the running came. Um, I started uh, on a on on a treadmill in a sober living home in 2012. Um, I just you know when I on my one of my uh, another uh, restart to, to to try and get clean. You know, there's mm-hmm. been so many times. This of course, is, and I want to get this out there too. I'm gonna have uh, two years and 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 about. What's the date today? The thirtieth. Yeah, good job. You know, not just nice. a high five, yeah. but a hug. And Dude, you know what? Awesome. Keep it going because yeah. on November first, I'll have two years clean and sober. Damn, that's, that's awesome. a long time. Yeah. So, and it's crazy how it just it just came. Congratulations! But uh, like getting back to the how the running started, I uh, you know, I was court ordered in a sober living home, and there was a treadmill there, and and I and I've said this before in another interview, I I just, just like okay, I'm just gonna start using this thing. Um, yeah. And um, I'm not surfing right now. I'm not. I'm not really. You know. I might as well. So I, I got on every. I got on it every morning for about 40 minutes, mm-hmm. and uh, I was averaging between eight to ten miles. And uh, it's a lot easier to run on a treadmill than it is on the actual swim. <laughs> yeah, it's it was it's 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 just uh it's a lot different. It's low impact. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was one of those uh, like uh, elliptical. Yeah, elliptical one. So it was very. Uh, padded you know mm-hmm. but uh you know so, and, and I, I was getting and i was releasing my i was getting um the natural endorphins just from that yeah mm-hmm. you know listening to my music and uh just running and um and, how did and it transition just, to street um i wore the thing out <laughs> <laughs> i can totally nice. see that yeah this and, thing broke and you know as as uh addicts or you, you we always hate change and i'm like oh no now what am i gonna do yeah, yeah. so i just uh i just i remember the date Exactly. It was July 3rd of 2013. I'm like, I'm just going to run outside today. So I took my first run on uh, Broadway. Wow. I love it. <laughs> and I haven't stopped since. I love it. Which is crazy. Like, I love that story. Because I remember years ago, we used to, um, well, we still do. Every year we walk our kids to the mall. Right. We, and, and around, what, June? And mm-hmm. we go to watch the movies in the mall. And we were all walking. We must have had like a couple hundred kids. And um, you were running. I was like, look out. The guy's running. Look out. Look out. Get out of his way. And I was like, dude, that guy's like running hardcore. I think I remember that. Yeah. I think I remember that. You probably do because we have like a whole gang of kids. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like probably like no big deal because they all know you. you Yeah. Yeah. Um, Back then though, you know, it's it's just now that that. The positive thing about social media is that I'm getting my story out there, and, and people are coming up to me. I've had it's crazy. I've had people apologizing to me over social media that have never even met me. Yeah, saying requests or um, a lot of requests, saying, "Oh, we were judging a book by its cover. We're so sorry." And Dude, so I'm there. That's because what we, you know. I would me. come every day here from El Camino, and I'm like, "That guy's crazy." You know? <laughs> and I'll, I'm going to be yeah. straight up. And this is why we need to get this story out. This is yeah, such dude. a positive story. Yeah. And it's why the 
fuck? <laughs> Why would we think somebody doing something so healthy yeah. is negative? But that's human nature. But because is. see, because it's different. Yeah. Exactly. And that your average normal person, if it's different, it's 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 labeled as crazy. Right. All right. As humans, if let's we do just, something different. Why don't we embrace yeah. as humans weirdness and strangeness and different? Totally. I love. Oh, can you imagine if we all were? If this never happens in life, yeah. if people outside the box never happen, how life would be. Right. It's just, we have to embrace yeah. difference in life. It makes life more interesting, more yes. colorful. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Yeah. You know, and what I see every day, I get a different perspective running through the city than your normal driver sees, you know, so it's just, a, it's, it's, it's pretty cool, you know, and I just, you know, I just hope I, I, I can continue to inspire people. With my running and with my story, and and just you know, let people know that you're never too old to restart your life. Too, you know, no matter what you've done in the past, it doesn't even need. You know, my my thing was the drugs and the alcohol. So, but um, and also, and I'm not, and and not, and not just just if I, my story maybe can touch somebody that that's not even an addict or an alcoholic. Maybe, yeah, you know, it doesn't have to be true. Yeah, you know? and. I don't know. Sometimes I think that the phrase second chance has been such an anchor to human mm. because second chance connotes that there's two chances. True. No, there are an infinite amount of chances. You yeah. got to keep on going after the 20th chance and after the 50th chance. And that's this idea that we keep on trying to push in education. Right. You just pull yourself up every single time. Oh, yeah. You're going to fall. You're going to fall times. so many times, kids. You got to yeah. get up. Don't ever think it's two chances. That's it's nutty. more than two. Right. It's a thousand yeah. chances. It's a million chances. Yeah, you know, for for what I've been through in my in my life, you know, like I've I had the Pioneer uh, uh, Valley High School cross country team. This this was a few weeks ago. Uh, I was coming out of uh, IHOP and uh, and they were all there and 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 it just made you know it made me feel really good. You know, they, I got a picture with I posted it on my page too. Hell and, yeah! And from what I've been through with. It just makes me feel really good that these kids look up to me. You know, you so are. Cool. you're an you know, inspiration you know. now. And uh, you know, it's uh, a couple other kids uh, that go to San Maria High came up to me and they said, "Oh, uh, we did a, a autobiography on you." <laughs> That's <laughs> I'm funny. Like, I'm like, okay, I love it. It's so. It's just like so. Now it, it's making when I hear stuff like that. When I want to throw temper tantrums, mm-hmm. or or or, or uh, just be, you know, I can't be doing stuff like that. You know, I, I just. It's making me better, be a better person. Yeah, that's awesome. Because you, know? you know, there's people out there who are looking up to you and inspired yeah, by you. Yeah, and there's always people out there still too that are gonna say, "Oh, pointing the finger. See, look at I told you. See how we. So yeah. I gotta remember that. You know, I you can't please. I can't please everybody. Yeah. You know, no matter what we do, positive. There's all. You know, there's always gonna be yeah. that. That you know. But you have people who are watching you and are cheering you on. And I, I posted this on Facebook that I was going to talk to you right. and I got questions. I got some questions. So one of them was like, what music do you listen to when you run? Uh, uh, a lot of punk rock. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, older punk rock. Can you give us some bands? Cause I, yeah. RKL or, Oh yeah. I grew up. I mean, my brother, uh, was the same age with, with, uh, with the Jason Sears and Bomber, yeah. the guys that were in our trail. So, so Dude. I was, uh, at oh a, I was gosh. a little this kid. This is serious. I was part. a little kid. Yeah. California. Uh, watching Coastal those guys, Park. watching those guys play in, you know, Montecito. Yeah. The, wow. You know, yeah, Montecito a ramp and, uh, being a little Man, kid watching that. Uh, that's cool. Um, just, uh, I was born into the punk rock too. And, uh, that's like, yeah. Uh, it's a healthy. Uh, it, it, it is. 
It can be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it can be a real healthy. You can use exactly. it way. <laughs> exactly. It but it's the energy, right? Yeah, it's right. the energy. It's the energy right. that I feed off of. You know, uh, uh, no effects, uh, lag wagon. Yeah. Those bands all originated out of Santa Barbara County. Yeah. You know, um, so I stick to my roots. Um, minor Threat, the DC bands, yeah, Bad Brains. The DC um, bands. The, and also that. Black Flag, uh, oh, Circle yeah. Jerks. That whole, uh, yeah, that whole can, LA scene is amazing. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, um, um, even. Because there's this whole idea that punk bands are anti-black, and and my, th- I mean, no, and, and that's the total. The DC scene. Yeah. What's the band from DC? Bad Brains. Bad Brains is killer. Yeah. And and such um, uh, just a destruction of any kind of thought that yeah. it, oh, yeah. there's any kind of anti. I mean, there's uh, bands like, racist back. There are, but there's bands out not. there that are they're the the but and they they're the way their music is kind of like it's this the same type of style as punk rock, mm-hmm. yeah. but the, the real punk rock yeah, is, never, not, is, is not, never as that. not racist at all. Nope. You know, nope. so yeah. there's that skinhead punk rock. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, right. it's yeah. It's, 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 it's horrible. It's just, yeah. it's, it's, it's an aberration. Totally. So that, that, that inspires you like TSOL minor threat, which by the way, yeah, they're straight edge, man, straight edge, which I love. And they yeah. just, they just freaking rock. They do. <laughs> Hell yeah. I and mean, they're what, they're probably one of the fastest. Yeah. And, uh, and descendants, and descendants too. You know, I like. There's one uh, phrase in one of the Minor Threat song. Um, it's uh, actually the the song is called Minor Threats. They're one of their main songs, yeah. uh, where he says, uh, "I'm an adult, but I but I feel I have a minor. Uh, I'm a minor at heart." There you go. You know, mm-hmm. you know, and I think we all have that inner kid in us. I still think I'm 18. I, we, I we don't just, know how to you get. Know, we just <laughs> yeah. need it. You know, and, and I think if, if if we just unleash it, and I do, yeah. I do it. With my running. And it's know, awesome. in the Bible it says, and we have this big religious talk every time, and I'm not a religionist at all any, anymore, but it does say you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven mm-hmm. unless you have the heart of a child. Yeah. I mean, basically. Yeah. And, and that makes so much sense to me because of that, yeah. with that I mean, sentiment you're if talking you about. Look at it, if you look at a little kid, they're just, they're all, they're so happy and yes. curious about life. Yes. You know, there's just, there's nothing fake about it. It's exactly. Just, and Dude, that's it's awesome. pretty cool. And Pump does tap into that. Totally. Yes. Yeah. What's another one? Oh, another I question. These. these are okay. cool. Yeah. Another question I was, can't believe we're actually asking questions from our whole podcast. On, <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. I see. I and he, he only did this like a half an hour ago. So this is amazing. Are these questions right now? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so the other question was... Um, have you ever been stopped by the cops or followed by the cops? Oh, yeah. What's, yeah. A, what's yeah. the that, deal that with happened, that? that? That's, that's happened, a great uh, question. That's happened numerous times. It used to happen um, like freaking at least two or three times a week. Uh, not anymore. <laughs> but why? Because, uh, you know, they're just doing their job. I mean, and, and they, they they get calls from time to time. I mean, there's, you know, not everybody everybody that, that uh, drives through on Broadway lives in, lives in Santa Maria. True. So if, if somebody's never seen me before, yeah. especially an elderly person, and I'm running, doing my parkour, punk rock, freaking aggressive mm-hmm. thing. Um, you know, it's gonna, it's, you know, it's gonna freak, freak out. Some, yeah, and and and, <laughs> and I gotta remember that too. And I'm not trying to, to I'm not trying to scare, wow. intimidate drivers. But you know, there's been calls from time to time, and and the cops, they've had to stop me and um and talk with me. And I mean, they all know me now. Yeah. But when they get a call, they have to respond to it. Sure. And they have to make sure that that. That you know, whoever's out there doing, they have they have to confront them, and yeah, you know, and I and I'm always really uh really respectful to them, and um never argue. You, 
Never argue with the cops because you're not going to win. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. so just I'm always very respectful to them. And um, I even, you know, run my name, uh, do whatever you got to do. Uh, and they don't even do that. They just and say, they, 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 now, they, so. they, they, they don't even sit me on the curb. They just say, just, you know, be careful, calm down. We, you know, we all love what you're doing, but, mm. you know, just, just don't become such a distraction to where you're going to take uh, the driver's eyes off, off of, off yeah. the road because, because they're watching you do your thing, but half the time, if you look, if you look, uh, if you look at the drivers driving up and down Broadway or Miller or whatever, mm-hmm. they're they're like this too on their phone, <laughs> totally. So, um, another question. So, we... but if it, if there is an accident that that happens, I just choose not even to be around it mm-hmm. because yeah. I don't want to be be targeted. It's like, oh, right. he, oh, was he in? Was he in the area? You know, True, so. and then you can be labeled yeah. or blamed yeah. for that. Right, yeah. right. So. Get out of there. But again, it goes back to what we were talking about as far as. And I've never, caught, I've never caused an accident. I'm of course get that not. Out there. But people also need to accept A, you're well within your rights to do what you're doing. Yeah. And it's cool. And, yeah. and it's different and it's entertaining and it's fun and it's healthy. Totally. Yeah. It's um, a great story. This, yeah. I kind of got a little upset. This just happened a little over a week ago. An officer pulled me over. And I, I wasn't even on the street. I was on the sidewalk doing my thing. And s- somebody called and said that I was being a danger on the road. And the, and, and the cops like, we, we know. But, okay, that's good. But it's yeah. just kind of like, I'm like, why, why are people, why did Right, I understand the sentiment. Because my parents are like that, I think. I mean, yeah. or maybe not my parents, but I can imagine tons of people like that. You know what I mean? Like, what are they doing? He's running. Well, it's because it's not conforming to what right. everyone, yeah. Yeah. The whole thing is, if I were to run straight like a normal runner at a normal pace up and down every day, Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be getting this much of exposure and attention. That, exactly. Uh, you know, it's it's the way I run it as um, it's getting me more out there in the public eye. Yeah. And, and in a positive way. good. In a positive way. I see yeah. people running all the time. You don't hear about the, like, yeah, exactly. running woman. Exactly. Right? Exactly. <laughs> but oh, you, but she's doing it right. Yeah. Yeah, because she's running this, or he's running, you know, right. the straight and narrow, like, Ooh. on the sidewalk. That's a literal and figurative exactly like phrase that totally fits <laughs> yeah the straight and narrow you yeah know. who needs it and then here's another question um do you keep track like what's the oh, longest yeah. distance you've run um, in a day yes. yeah um I'm, I'm averaging roughly around 17 miles a day um, wow. wow and i want doesn't get, surprise me but yeah i mean cool. but no i'm not consistently running the whole time you know i run in yeah. intervals because the way i run is very you know fast i used a uh for my therapist, she had a, 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 a Fitbit, and um, I used it uh, three days in a row. And uh, I took three different three different routes, and wound up at Morrison at the end of the day mm-hmm. um, when I was living at the shelter at the time. Um, I'm not there anymore. Um, I got my uh, well, I'm renting a room now, but you know things are on a up, just upward scale for me. But uh, awesome. so so yeah, I, um, three different routes, and um, I wound up at 17 miles. Wow. Every, every single day, um, <laughs> um, yeah, and I was averaging like uh, almost a marathon a over day. over uh, yeah. four, over forty thousand steps. Wow, um, burning like over uh, four thousand calories. So you know, I, I, I right wow. now I am a little. I mean, I, I, I'm not unhealthy. Well, eat, man, eat. <laughs> I think I'm a little uh, as as has how they uh, flaco. Yeah, a little, a little skinny uh, uh-huh. because my calorie intake. Uh, could be a little more because during throughout the day I don't eat a lot because right. it does slow me down. But um, 17 miles is what wow. what what I'm averaging. 
That's, that's so awesome. Guy. What other questions do you have, Joe? Well, we talked about a bunch of questions we had before, and one of them is, do you interact with any of the homeless that walk up and down Broadway or yes. are? And I know, you know I feel like some <laughs> of them get the from from typical citizens, but what's their story? I mean, yeah. there's every story under the uh, book. I assume it's it's funny you say. I just posted a picture with uh, with some homeless in front of uh, I forget what church it was. It was in front of uh, the church that's on the corner of uh, Cook and uh, Oh Cook yeah, the Methodist. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, where they offer, Methodist church. They offer uh, they they help the homeless walk there. Good for them. Right. They on. give them showers and free haircuts right and on. stuff. Um, right on. But um. I took this picture a while back, and I found it in my in my photo library. And I and, and that, there again, you know, you never know. It's funny that ones you, you don't really think that one just hit the roof. Yeah, it, what was it? It's just a picture of me um, with with a few homeless people, and, yeah. and my, I think I captioned it um, like these people are just as human as you and I. Hell yeah! And I, and I said like next time you see a homeless person with their head down, just simply say hello to them. <clears throat> Treat them and like humans. Yeah. And yep. you'd be amazed if you say, you know, it can really lift somebody's spirits just just acknowledging them and, yeah. you know. I was walking to work. Because I know how it is to, to, to feel like an outcast. Of course. You yeah. know, I mean, and and when when you're, when you're, when you're, when you feel like that, you know, like, you know, I still, you know, when I'm, I'm at the corner of an intersection and their car pulls up and they roll up their window, you know, that makes me more aggressive. That makes, makes me like, okay, oh, you Okay, you want to? I'll give you something to roll up your window about. You yeah. know, that's, that's just how my attitude gets, and I need to, I need to change that. You know, so. But it's negativity that you're feeding off. Of yeah, right and it, you know, it's it, it's crazy. Like our, our moods can really uh, affect how everybody else feels. Yeah. Like if if there's if there's somebody in a bad mood, it's gonna affect. You know, their vibe can can. Yeah. It's something that it's is crazy, so true, dude. and we don't. <laughs> Uh, understand that nearly as much as we need to. Yeah. Attitude is contagious. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Can I say uh, something right now? No, absolutely. Please. Yeah. Please. Um, just like you know, like, and I respect that you. Before we had this interview, how you messaged me and, and asked if it would be okay if, if um, you guys had a beer mm-hmm. with the interview, and um, which is you know, and being around it, it doesn't it doesn't bug me. You know, okay. I feel comfor- I feel comfortable. Good. Yes. Yeah. You know, that because would be the worst thing if we could, we want to help. offend you. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah. And, I, and I and I I'm pretty melt. You know, and because there's people that are in recovery that probably can't that, see that, right? They, I mean, they're just they're they're miserable, right? Yeah. But you know, but and, are and there I, people at the stage where they shouldn't see other people enjoying, and it might help yeah, them? Yeah, because to go I back. think it, I think it may I think this, they call them dry drunks. Mm. You know, so it's almost like they're jealous because yeah. they can't just have a couple beers, you know. Right. You know, for me, I already know where it's going to lead. So, but I, I don't knock it. You know, I don't. You know, if somebody wants to have a beer. I, you know, it, it doesn't. It doesn't bug me. And it's almost unfair because I feel like I've been born as the most anti-addictive personality. Yeah. I, I just don't ever. I I don't even wake up at the same time every day. I don't do the same thing. I don't. Sometimes I'll have five beers a week. Sometimes I'll have no beer in a whole month. It's so weird right. that I'm. I'm just not. I never get in, into a rut. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like it might be a little bit genetic. I totally do. My parents aren't like that either. And yeah, it, it, is, it helps it me, but other things I'm really bad at. And we all have to understand what our pitfalls are. It's self-awareness. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you can be addicted to anything. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, 
anything, you know, chocolate, yep. sex, yep. you know, so yeah. it's just, yep. it's just like, uh, just, we just, uh, we, you know, I, someone was saying to me the other day about the monster, cause I, you know, I drink, I drink energy drinks throughout the day and someone's like, Oh, those are terrible for you. And she's, she's hell of a lot she's, better she's, than something. She's just yeah. sitting there freaking eating a piece of cheese and I could have said the same thing I mean yeah. it, and I, I just told her I said anything's terrible for you if we overdo it exactly we just That's have it. to you know learn That's learn uh, learn to to um moderation moderation you know exactly yeah. enjoy the and I think be, being being um out with my past it's helped me realize that too like you know I can't you know just you gotta do just take it in moderation yeah. Yeah. and just you know um i want to get this out there too like i take i take my running like like my recovery um you know when i'm way down at waller park mm-hmm. and i gotta get way you know say i gotta get way uh, you know uh, up to a uh, taylor or way up in, on the north end of town i don't think i don't think yeah. the destination waller to taylor no, yeah just, oh, uh, just my i'm just use, using that as an example yeah but that's amazing but yeah I, yeah that that's amazing that does happen to me a lot where I'm way down somewhere and you don't, you're going to psych yourself out if you think where you have to be. Yeah. You know, so I take it one step, take it block to block. Yes. Just like my recovery day by day. That is a great, that is a great way to, to to end this. Well, I have one more question though. Yeah. Cause this is such a, I wish I could keep keep going, but (laughs) this is like, we're already like an hour here. Um, we, Joel and I talked about this earlier. We're curious. What inspires you? Is it faith? Is there someone like what inspires you to go on like this? Um, What inspires me? um, Just that that I'm becoming, um, you know, almost like a a public figure. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. Is that in in, in the community? I mean, I don't want to. I don't mean to say that in a cocky or arrogant way. No. Just you know, and and you're an inspiration to others. And it's like I can voice my opinion on certain issues now, and people are going to listen. So, but shouldn't people who have been through the be the ones to be the leaders of people right. who need that inspiration. Right. You know, and, and it just put, it makes me want just want to do better when when I have especially the younger kids coming up to me and wanting to take yeah uh, you know a lot of people every day now mm-hmm. I get stopped and people want to can I take your picture? <laughs> well, like what I it's freaking cool. I messaged you and 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 I do and and um, I admit I like the attention. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, when I'm at the corner at an intersection uh-huh. and, and and I'm waiting for the light to turn green and then I got my music on and I'm and I know everybody and it's I feed off the energy yeah people yeah you know does that yeah. make sense oh I like feel us. the energy yeah. we both do we see you yeah it's and, great and when yeah. I know and I, and and I see people like what's he gonna do what's he gonna do yeah. you know it's and yeah that's I, I, cool. It, that's a high in itself right there. Oh, well, just great. like me walking over to, to meet you on the corner over here, he was being interviewed by, like, the radio station right. like, for, like, three minutes. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, that was kind of weird. Like, that's I just a spur-of-the-moment thing. Yeah. Um, I told him I, was, I wanted to reschedule, and he's like, oh, no, just three minutes. Yeah. Because I told him I was coming your way. And so. And I knew you were – I knew, like, you're always being stopped. So I kind of – I just was like, yeah. I don't want to interrupt you. No. But, but that it, was so cool. Like, People want to talk to you and yeah, get to know you. And I'd rather have it than not have it. You know, it's make it's just it's 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 really cool what's happening. But yeah. you know, it has it, it has taken away my I'm not covering as much ground. Because oh, now I'm doing yeah. now I'm just being honest. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Now I, you know I'm being stopped more and and um and you know I just I just want to be respectful. If something when somebody wants to talk with me, I do really take the that's time to shake their hand and, and, and you know, cool. or take a picture, I, I make sure I get their name and just, just just be very respectful and, and appreciative. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. 
I love right that. on. Ah, any what other, a story. Any other questions, Joel? I just want to say that when Jose said you're coming on the show, that you agreed to do that, I was like, we get a chance to humanize yeah. somebody who so many people see as the runner. Yeah. And we, we need to get the story out. So whatever we could do to get yeah. this story out, which yeah. is so positive, it yeah. makes you, me, my heart is overflowing. It's a great yeah. deal. Thank so you guys thank you very me. much. You're the SN running man, but yes. you are Tim Espinosa. Yeah, you're a human being thank with you. a great story Yeah, and just inspiring a bunch of people. It's cool. Yeah. Do you have any last things for us yeah. today? Just that, um, you know, just, just, just live life to the fullest every day and, uh, and, and never give up. And it doesn't matter. Like I've said this, you know, in the past, what you've done in the past, um, you can always, mm. uh, you can mm. always restart and, and don't let anybody tell you that, that you can't do something. And, you know, and like you said about the second chance, we have more than a second chance. Yeah. Hell yeah. We do. We yes. have a thousand chances. Yeah. people. Yeah. Let's give a round of applause. I am telling you, this yeah. is awesome, man. I love Thank it. You. Let's have it Thank out you so here. Much. Dude, whoa. Yes. Oh, what was that? Thank you so much, All man, right, for thanks, coming guys. on. What a great Dude, story. That's so I awesome. Love it. Thank you so thanks much. So much. How'd I do? Dude, that was amazing. Yeah. That was so I mean, good. I wish we had more people. I wish we had more time. Yeah. Okay, for my outro, where we talk about uh, things we've been reading and things we've been watching and things we've been listening to, I want to talk about the best action documentary I've ever seen. Hmm. And I cannot recommend it enough. I would recommend it probably over anything else I've ever recommended. It'll come to you eventually on streaming. Mm-hmm. It's called Free Solo. It documents Alex, I think, Honnold's uh-huh. ascent without ropes <clears throat> up the amazing rock called El Capitan, or sheer granite face, I should say, El Capitan in Yosemite. Maybe the most iconic rock face on earth, and he does it without ropes, and he does things where he's on a millimeter ledge and if he slips he's dead the whole way up if he slips he's dead no ropes no ropes so it's a meditation it's a contemplation of death on one hand right it's it's a celebration of sports and human achievement on the other hand and somehow they weave in romance Uh he's got a girlfriend who is of course worried sick about him of course and they weave in the amazingly cool subculture of rock climbing, huh. which is such a cool and fun subculture. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool to see this guy. Rock climbers, I don't know if you've ever seen anything on them, they could care less about taking showers. And they're just scumbags. They just they just love what they do. And, uh, and they probably stink to high heaven. They yeah. live in their vans in Yosemite. And, and they get these cheesy haircuts. And they could care less. Mm-hmm. And 
And it's just, so we got all these things tied up and we get this perspective from the filmmakers who have to explore whether or not it's ethical to be filming somebody who's doing something so stupid. And I came away with it and still think it's stupid um, what he did. He's a great guy too. He's very well spoken, but I still think, and I would love to hear from our listeners whether they think he's stupid. That's the question that I have because his whole thing is no, you have to live life to the fullest. Really? To the point where you could die? Oh, come on. Yeah, I don't think that's to the fullest. No. That's suicidal. Yeah, and he's like, oh, but no, if I didn't do this, I'd be suffering. Oh, come on. But anyway, he's amazing. I have gone rock climbing a few times with rope, gear, Extra pads. Yes. Pads below me. I actually, um, when I was first dating my wife early on, I impressed her by climbing several rock walls. Heck yeah. Super fast. I went so fast that they're like, oh, do the next one. Zipped right up there. They're like, oh, do the next one. Zipped right up. Dude, you're the next Alex Honnold. No, because I can't, I can't, I can't even. <laughs> but plus, I was super winded afterward. I was trying to impress my wife. So but, you turn around to breathe really heavily and then yeah. you get back. But I'm, I'm, I'm like a little spider monkey. I can, nice. I can climb really fast. I have nice. no other skills, but I can climb fast. Wouldn't, by the way, this mm-hmm. is a deep philosophical insight of mine. <laughs> Yeah. Spider-Man be the best yeah. rock climber of all time. Sorry, keep on going. Well, no, he is the greatest yes, wall is. climber. Yes, he is. Right? No doubt. He can grow right up a sheet of glass. Exactly. You were telling me this is called Free Solo? Free Solo. It's not here yet. Uh-huh. Limited release. It's just a documentary. It's in the whole um, National Geographic universe. So it'll okay. be coming out on Netflix, which has a bunch of National Ge- Geographic stuff. Probably within a half year, a year. When you get a chance to see it... Get yourself some popcorn and get yourself comfortable and just be ready for your mind to freaking explode. You'll be on edge. Yes. I, you will be. Your heart will be pumping. Krista said she's never sweated out of her hands more than the whole time. And I I don't sweat out of my hands. My heart just beat. And I knew he survived. We all know yeah. he survived. And you can't help but just be on the edge of your seat the whole time. It's nutty. I was um, thinking this was like... A Star Wars film where people were going to rescue Han Solo. <laughs> That's which is the one where he's in that uh, he's in that frozen state. Yeah, and they went to free him. That's Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi should be called Free Solo. Free Solo. That's so funny. I, was like, oh, I cool. love it. I never put that together until right now. You're doing a Star Wars story. What you got for us? So kind of along this nerdy track that I've been on lately um, on Netflix, I've been watching Daredevil season three. I love Daredevil. Um, I like the comics. Uh, the concept is that um, Matt Murdock is this individual who is blind, and yet he's learned how to tap into his other senses, which kind of, I guess, taps into my Fred talk a bit. And through that, oh, yeah. he's able to actually be more cognizant of his world. And he's able to do all these stunts, if you will, which is why they call him Daredevil, and he's able to fight crime, even though he's totally blind. How does he move around? He's able to move around, but he he can use sound. He can hear um, like when people are eating, or he can hear people are breathing heavily. He can hear their heartbeats. So somebody smell. else moves him around? or No, he moves freely. How? And he uses like echolocation. He can smell. Like those guys who click? 
Pretty much. No, but he doesn't click. Because that, that is, by the way, if you have a chance to, to do a YouTube on those guys who click to that's find crazy. out things, that's nutty. It's echolocation. That might be the most nutty things I, thing I've ever uh, watched on YouTube. And that's what he does. That's amazing. And so he fights crime. But on top of that, he's super Catholic. Ah. And so he has this whole, I have to fight crime, I have to pursue justice, but at the same time, committing violence, he's basically committing a sin, but he's in this, like, catch-22 where it's like, yeah, I'm committing violence and it's a sin, technically, but... The Why? System, the system is it a is, sin? Why does he think it's a sin? Is it or not? It would be a sin to use violence unjustly. But isn't it always but in... But that's the thing, though. Is it just? Because the system's corrupt... The people, the police are corrupt. The the, the legal yeah, system. I don't get that. I just get so, right beyond that. That's just nutty. Well, that's like the Catholic Church would be totally fine. I assume to kill Hitler as a baby. I mean, right? Who was a baby? No, no, not as a baby. As a grown man. Excuse yes. me. Yes, as, as a grown man. Yes. As, as we find out, his thank you. I, yeah. I take that back. So the Catholic Church. To take a step back, um, Pope Francis had this big old thing where he said the death penalty was inadmissible. Um, and some Catholics kind of lost their mind. Conservatives, of course, lost their minds. Well, we've always said it's okay to use the death penalty. No, the death penalty was fine in as much as you were using sufficient violence to stop someone from harming the public. Does that make sense? Okay. So, like, that's kind of the logic behind the just war. That makes perfect sense to me. So you use the because you obviously level are of, never going to outlaw self defense, right? So you use the you, violence sufficient for self defense. Right. Beyond that is immoral. Right. Yeah. So at this point, the Catholic Church is saying we have perfected imprisonment to the point where if you capture someone and you put them in jail, they can live there for the rest of their life. You don't need to kill them. Yeah. And that's why it's immoral. So with so to segue into Daredevil, he's in a situation where the legal system's corrupt, the police are corrupt, and so he feels like he can use violence to protect people. And so that's where the gray area comes in. Interesting. And it's and he has this vigilanteism and Yeah. It's always uh it's this great gray, gray where he, he wakes up and he's in the church where he was raised because his dad was killed. And so these nuns are taking care of him. He's got a priest taking care of him and they rehabilitate him. And they actually encourage him kind of to return, to resume his vigilante life. Um, it's really powerful. They know about it. Well, because they find him. So at the end of season, at the end of one of the seasons, I think it's like Defenders, he's blown up in a building and he survives. And they find him, and they figure out, like, oh, this is Daredevil. Oh, and Daredevil happens to be one of our former orphans. Because he used to, he was an orphan, and he lived in this church. And the nun who raised him and the priest who raised him recognized him as an adult. And so they, wow. they help rehabilitate him and put him back out on the streets, basically, to continue his work. It's this really, it's this really interesting kind of. Is like it on Netflix? It's on Netflix. I might watch. You that. gotta watch it. I'm sorry, I took way too long to explain that, but. Daredevil season three, it's amazing. That actually sounds really cool. It's so I don't good. usually watch what you tell me. What. So I've watched a few things, but that one art. sounds really cool because I, I want something else to binge on. So I'm really excited about um, Daredevil um, season three, but I'm also a little sad because it's the show is winding down, and all the other Netflix Marvel shows like um, The Defenders. Luke Cage, Iron Fist, they're all being canceled because Disney is starting its new streaming service, and so they'll either be moved over there from Netflix or just canceled. Is Netflix going to be totally screwed? Because, I mean, I can imagine that a huge portion of their viewers are Disney fans. Yeah. 
Not Disney. So as in cartoon fans. Netflix will lose all their Disney content, all the Marvel. When's that happening? That Disney. Um, next year. No way. I didn't so, know that. So Daredevil will either be canceled and this will be the last season, or potentially Disney could pick it up in the next iteration. <laughs> the next. Disney. Or uh, Disney streaming. can totally buy. <laughs> well, because Disney owes it already. Well, Netflix, oh. they don't need to buy Netflix because they're going to have their own service right. and just push Netflix out of business. Wow. All right, I gotta ask. So, what has been canceled already? Luke Cage. What's the blowback? Nobody cares. What? Because those shows were already performing poorly. So oh, I cares. thought that people loved those. Okay. Yeah. All right. And so one more thing. Oh. This is a farce question. Go ahead. I'm gonna say it anyway. Would would Jesus be the best superhero ever? <laughs> would they ever yeah. like put Jesus right in the middle of like the superheroes and totally? Um, could they do that as almost like a half joke and make it yeah. work? I mean, this is this is my dream. I've been thinking about well, this for a lot. It's like you could say like Jesus like saved the world, right? <laughs> yeah, right. It's like all these other guys are saving little situations, but yeah. I mean, don't all superheroes basically come from Jesus? I think they're all archetypes of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And that's all for this week. Thank you so much for joining us on our humble little podcast. You can do us a huge, huge favor by subscribing to our show wherever you listen to podcasts, such as Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, or iTunes. And be sure to rate our show and leave a review. Your rating will help others find this show. And be sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram at Conversation on Tap. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Cheers. Cheers. Now I remember the tune.